Thank you very much, Lucy, for taking the time to talk to me today. I've just got a few questions I'd like to ask you about yourself and how you got into the food industry. So the first one really is, could you just let us know who you are, please, and where you work? Yeah, uh, my name is Lucy Jordan and I work uh, for Morrisons uh, and I'm a senior technical manager in their manufacturing division. Fantastic. So how did you get into this line of work? Um, interesting question. Um, so essentially, when I was applying for university, um, I did a modern languages degree. So um, I yeah, learned French and Spanish very well and then came out of university not having a clue what I wanted to do um, and I started temping for a produce business that imported and packed produce for uh, UK retailers and when they realised that I spoke languages they very quickly moved me from temping to a permanent position within the technical team um, because I was able to converse with their suppliers and growers uh, abroad and that's kind of where it started. I went from there and then um, started to work much more closely with uh, sources and growers and built my technical knowledge, I guess, as, as I went. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, and just found that I really enjoyed the industry and the work and it kind of all fitted together quite nicely. So ironically, having the languages gave me a step up into what has been a really interesting uh, challenging and rewarding career so far oh fantastic so do you have to do much traveling then with uh, your position um yeah a little bit so um technicals obviously within food is quite varied uh, mm -hmm. and broad um so when i started my career most of my traveling was international because i was dealing directly with suppliers in different countries and it was part of my responsibility to manage their you know performance and products so there was a lot of international travel as part of that mm -hmm. um currently i look after six manufacturing sites for morrisons so quite a lot of my time is spent traveling between those sites traveling between head office uh, and where i live um to help do part of that role um so depending on kind of what you do and what where you end up you can do anything from no travel to UK only to international travel so there's a lot of opportunity for that. Wow so uh, within your current day-to-day uh, uh, -day role that you've got at the moment what do you think are your greatest challenges? Um, well as I mentioned so I look after uh, six manufacturing sites from a technical perspective um, so probably one of the biggest challenges around uh, stakeholder management so mm -hmm. by that it means that each site has their own leadership function that feeds functionally into a centralized leadership team and because technical tends to touch so many different aspects of food production you end up having to engage with lots of different people both at site level um, at head office level of all different levels so managing things that need to get done have to go through all of those different stakeholders so the relationship piece um, i think is absolutely key but equally being field-based and looking after that broad set means that you know you spend a lot of your time talking to people engaging people um, and i think the other big challenge for me is I've got six sites that have to stay true to food safety, quality and legality. Mm -hmm. So 
um, we have to work in a way that that is standardized across six different sites that have their own microcultures um, and keep them all moving in the same direction to the same standard. Um, mm. So that, that can be quite a challenge, keeping them all in the same place, going in the right direction. So those are probably the two biggest challenges for me. Oh, fantastic. So what would you say are the skills that you use on a regular basis? Uh, I'm going to say people stroke communication is got to be the number one skill that I use within my role mm -hmm. by virtue of the amount of people that I have to interact with at different levels in completely different functions. Um, and we're there as an assurance function. We're there to make sure that um, our production facilities produce safe, legal and quality food. Um, we don't produce anything ourselves. So there's a lot of influencing um, that's required to, um, to make sure that that happens. Um, mm -hmm. And those influencing skills have to be complemented with strong working relationships with all sorts of different people that have lots of different priorities. Um, so I think navigating your way through relationship management, um, emotional intelligence. So by that, I mean being really acutely aware of other people, their priorities, how yours may or may not align to theirs, and therefore how you can find a way around that is very important. Mm -hmm. um, so that, that would be the first one, I think, just that whole people communication and awareness bit. The second is being calm under pressure. Mm -hmm. So there's food production is extremely frenetic it's very busy it's very fast paced uh, there's always something new changing or happening um, and some of that can be quite stressful um, but doing what i do you know i can't let anybody see that so if we do have a, an issue somewhere it's got to be dealt with really calmly um, you've got to kind of internalize all the you know all the concerns you might have and just think uh, logically through a problem um, to, to find the right solution at the end mm -hmm. and particularly in a more leadership role um, your colleagues and your teams look to you to kind of role model how to get through these challenges that we have um, that's been quite a challenge for me because I tend to be quite emotional about things and you can often tell when I'm happy or when I'm sad and as I've developed my career I've had to learn more and more to temper some of my emotional reaction with the need to be seen to be you know calm in a crisis and you know supporting the team and making everybody around you calm mm -hmm. so that's probably quite a key skill um, and i think the third one is particularly nowadays in technical is being seen to be solution driven so the, there's a you know 20 years ago it was all about being the policeman that stops things and doesn't let things happen and you know the kind of uh, the sales prevention police I think we used to get called whereas I think you know certainly where I'm currently working cultures have developed to a point where you know it's about finding a solution to a problem rather than being part of that problem so being able to take in information about what the issue is uh, process and reflect on that and come up with a solution that everybody is happy with requires a slightly different way of thinking um, sometimes the answer is no but 
it's important to go through that process of considering all the options rather than GNOME being the default answer. So yeah, I think being solution driven is, is another key skill. Mm. So those are kind of three key ones, I think, for me. Oh, fantastic. And I, was, I would just add that underpinning all of those is your knowledge. So the knowledge is the base, the base to which you have to apply all of those skills. Um, so there's no point in coming up with a solution that technically is not the right thing to do mm -hmm. because then you make an unsafe decision. So you always fall back on your understanding and knowledge of the particular issue. Um, so yeah, I, I would say that all of those skills kind of come on the back of having that base knowledge and understanding on, on technical issues and food safety and quality, etc. Mm -hmm. So because you, your background, you, you got your uh, degree in, in languages mm -hmm. and you didn't do it in like a food science uh, related industry. Has that been a problem for you, you know, when you first graduated? Um, if, if I'd have had a food science degree or something related, food technology or something like that, I think my life would have been much easier. Um, as I mentioned, this need to have this background knowledge you have you've got nothing that you can use if you don't have that to be able to then spur you on in your career mm -hmm. and having working in technical it is a kind of logical analytical function at its base at its core so having a background in food science or food technology or food engineering or anything like that gives you all of those skills that you'd need to be able to then apply them and learn the, the, the broader management skills that you pick up as you go through your career. Yeah. So whilst I've managed to have a career in the food industry, which I'm very lucky about, um, I would have probably saved myself for a number of years of learning and understanding and trying to get that knowledge retrospectively. Whereas if I'd have already done that, myself at university almost gives you that knowledge head start compared to anybody else i see that's good so if you were recruiting for uh, new graduates that are just coming out of university mm -hmm. what would you say would be good things to have on their cv or, or cover letter you know ones that will make them stand out from others yeah. um i think certainly we look for some form of ideally some form of science or food science background just going back to having that base base knowledge there mm -hmm. um, i think alongside that any work experience that that uh, young people can get within a relevant industry is really important um, you know university provides a really strong knowledge grounding but there's nothing like being in the workplace to actually see it for yourself and I think you start to then learn some of those kind of broader skills that you'd need to, to, to go into role mm -hmm. even if it's you know sometimes you might be lucky and it's a paid placement sometimes it's just I spent six weeks of my summer working here I did it for free because it was important I think any experience that you can get working in any part of the sector doing anything is really important and that doesn't exclusively have to be within the technical function um, you know you could be in an operational function but that experience of being in the environment having to adhere to procedures and processes seeing the 
you know that food production area is absolutely essential i think and i would highly recommend to anybody to try and gain some of that experience during their during their degree because mm -hmm. they then talk from a point of view of understanding they can pull that out in their cover letter they can have it on their cv that they've spent their own time to go and experience it for themselves um i think the other thing is um sometimes pulling out achievements of any aspect of your life is important so when employers are looking at cvs of younger people or graduates there's an acknowledgement that they don't have a vast wealth of working experience but that doesn't mean to say they don't have any experience and i think sometimes young people don't see the point of highlighting some of their extracurricular things that they may have done or in university things they've done but there's great value in that so mm -hmm. pulling out you know you might have had to lead a team in in a really key project you were working well those are essential team leading skills irrespective of the situation um, you might have a club or a society where you've got to manage membership and the fees and the kind of budget side of things you know that's a really another key skill so i think it's stepping back from the assumptions that it all has to be about a workplace experience and thinking more broadly about what are the skills that i may have used in a slightly different environment and how can i use that and apply those skills to to what i'm applying for I think also research is another is another big thing. So in preparation for interviews, um, it seems to be a default that people will often go to the company website and, and that's it. I think if I was to use Morrison's as the example, I would expect young people to, you know, go and visit some stores, maybe some of the different format stores and have a look, have a walk around, you know, see what's different, what it's like, how that makes you feel, um, as well as doing all of the kind of online internet, because it makes it to an employer, it makes it feel like you've really thought about that, in, that, that company that you're applying to. So maybe again, stepping back and thinking a little bit outside of the box um, w would be a, a good thing um and yeah if everybody does the same that that might be something that makes you stand out that you've actually gone and done something a little more proactive so oh, um yeah thank you so just as a, as a final question then have you got any other sort of advice or tips of anything uh for anybody that's uh, at university or going to university yeah um i think there's so many different options of how you can get into the food industry. And then once you're there, so many more options of where you can go from a career development perspective. Mm -hmm. um, so I think keeping yourself open-minded about the art of the possible, um, you know, you might be really clear about what your career route is, but there might be more than one way to get there. And I think gaining, breadth of experience can be as, as valuable as just following a direct route. So keeping yourself open-minded about the opportunities that might be there, I think is important. Um, I think also being flexible on your expectations in respect mm -hmm. that, um, you know, you, you might have to take 
a slightly different role or a different level of role to get your foot in the door somewhere to build your experience uh, and your skill set to then move on. Um, so I think, you know, it's a little bit around expectation management of what, what you wanted to do in those first couple of years where there's a lot of formation of working within a business skills that, that happen. Um, and I think always ask for lots of feedback. You know, don't be afraid to ask, you know, are you doing okay? What more do you need to do? And be really proactive with managing your own development. Um, it's often not because managers don't want to help you develop. They often get really busy. And therefore, as an individual, you have to take ownership for that yourself. So, you know, make sure that you take time for yourself in what, whatever you do and wherever you go um, and demand that time and investment from, from the manager, I think. Um, but there's just, I mean, even in my single function within the business I work in, you could, it, there's so vast the opportunities within technical. You could be a site technical manager. You could be a process technologist. You might be writing specifications. You might be doing MPD. You might be looking after suppliers. You might be auditing. I mean, there is literally a massive raft of different opportunities and there's nothing to stop you moving around those different opportunities within this industry, um, as well as moving up and down the ladder as, as you want to from a career perspective. Um, I think more broadly on the food industry, I think it's fast paced, it's exciting. Everybody needs to eat. Somebody once told me that everybody needs to eat. Mm -hmm. So you're always in a position where there's something that you can probably do. So from a job security perspective, with that good knowledge behind you, there's nearly always likely somewhere you can go and something you can do. Um, and, I, and it's varied. No two days are the same. There's always something different going on or something to get involved in. So it's an extremely rewarding industry that I, I found it to be extremely rewarding. Um, and I think you know, particularly as you develop in your career and you get a little bit older, finding something you really enjoy doing is critically important. You know, I spend a lot of time at work, so you've really got to enjoy it. And it sometimes at the beginning takes a little while and a couple of jobs till you find that. But yeah, I would highly recommend it to anybody that was that was thinking of it, of, of going into it, definitely. Oh, fantastic. Well, Lucy, thank you very much for talking to me today. My it's pleasure. Been, uh, really helpful, really insightful. My pleasure. So, thank you. Thank you.